Virtual Classroom Tips, Volume 3, Issue 12, Hashtag Positivity.com. A recent TikTok post went viral with millions of views showing a kindergarten teacher in action in her virtual classroom. The teacher, Mackenzie Adams, posted the short clip of herself after filming it to get an idea of what she looked like while teaching. What started as more of a reflection tool turned into a lesson on what it takes to engage students in the age of virtual classrooms. In an interview, the teacher said, I honestly just wanted to see what I looked like while teaching, kind of just as a reflection tool. I wanted to see, am I being energetic enough for them? Am I engaging enough? The sudden shift to virtual classrooms has been overwhelming for many students and parents stuck at home, and many teachers are equally frustrated with the new set of challenges they face. But teachers like Mackenzie Adams offer hope that success is still possible. Exaggerated expressions, a positive attitude, and an endless smile are valuable tools of the trade for teachers who want to provide their students with an engaging learning experience in virtual settings. And as a professional magician for over two decades, I learned the importance of using these same engagement tactics to maintain attention, interest, desire, action, and satisfaction during my performances. When you have a room full of people relying on you for a delightful experience, there's no room for errors and missteps. For example, when a child says something inappropriate, an intoxicated adult vies for attention, your activity fails, or perhaps the person assisting you simply isn't able to follow directions, perhaps due to some unforeseen accessibility issues. Being able to maintain a positive attitude even during unplanned complications is vital for the audience's continued satisfaction with the experience. When I transitioned my career from magic as entertainment to magic as education and transformation, I discovered that there's a lot of overlap between engagement tactics used in the theater and the classroom, and this is true whether it's in the face-to-face -face or virtual classroom. I would suggest, however, that these tactics are even more vital in virtual settings. These tactics include, but are not limited to, maintain eye contact. In other words, don't look at the computer screen, look at the camera. Use exaggerated facial expressions. Speak clearly. Make sure everyone can see you in the presentation materials. Keep everything in frame. Use the improv technique of yes and to manage surprises. This prevents students from getting sidetracked. And lastly, make everyone feel valued, important, and appreciated. These are just a sampling of the overlap and engagement techniques used in both performance and education. For a deeper understanding of these techniques, let's take another look at a concept I mentioned earlier in passing when I mentioned how I use attention, interest, desire, action, and satisfaction, also known by the acronym AIDAS, A-I-D-A-S, in my performances. This is a theory commonly used in sales, however, in my experience, it works equally well in performance, and I include teaching as a form of performance. Here's how it works. Number one, 
attention. As a magician, before I speak on stage, I must be sure that I have everyone's attention. This can happen in a number of ways, including having a host introduce me and announce the start of the show. As an educator, facilitator, and social-emotional skills coach, I can use this same attention-grabbing technique in a virtual classroom setting by playing music, clapping, ringing a bell, or playing the ukulele, which is my new favorite attention-grabbing technique. The idea is to use a clear signal that something different is happening, and this sudden change is what generates the initial attention to get started. The key is to make it quick, because attention wanes quickly, especially in virtual settings. Application Reflection Question What techniques do you use to gain attention from your students? Number 2. Interest After gaining attention, the next step is to generate interest. Interest can be generated in a number of ways, including the exploitation of incongruity. This is used to great effect in magic shows, since magic inherently highlights the incongruity between perception, assumptions, and reality. As educators, we can use this same tactic by telling an engaging story, by stating a shocking fact, or perhaps by engaging students in an exploratory game or activity that feeds into their mind's natural tendency for curiosity, connections, and organizing thoughts. Application Reflection Question What techniques can you use to generate interest from your students for what you have to share with them? Number 3. Desire To sustain interest, it must be transformed into desire, which is a desire to know more, experience more, or get involved somehow. The education psychologist John Keller provides some insight for how to turn attention and interest into desire with his motivational model known as ARCS, which stands for Attention, Relevance, Confidence, and Satisfaction. You'll notice that there's quite an overlap between ARCS and ADAs, and I often use them interchangeably by using relevance techniques to generate desire. In a magic show, I might use stage props, storylines, and comedy to demonstrate relevance for the audience. For example, if I'm working for a company, I may invite the CEO or president to make the magic happen. Talk about relevance and desire. Everyone will be fixated on what happens next because someone very important and relevant to them is involved in a new situation, creating an emotional pull. As educators, we can similarly create course materials desirable by making it relevant to the real-life concerns that our students care about. This level of customization takes effort, but it's worth the effort to create an emotional hook. Application Reflection Question What might you do to generate a burning desire within your students for what you have to share with them? Number 4. Action Once desire has been established, the next step is to get the audience to take action. In a magic show, this usually means getting an audience participant to join in making the magic happen. As educators, we can use this technique by having students play a game. 
try a simulation or some other engaging activity that will help them to feed their curiosity while also filling in their knowledge and skills gap in a meaningful and relevant way. Application Reflection Question What call to action can you use to inspire students to discover and apply knowledge and skills in a relevant and meaningful way? And lastly, number five, satisfaction. Once action has taken place, the last step in the cycle is to ensure everyone is satisfied with the experience. In a magic show, I do this by giving it my all in every performance and then personally thanking everyone for being a part of the experience. If it's a small group, I'll actually go person to person to talk with everyone. And if it's a big group, I'll stand at the exit to speak with everyone on their way out. People sincerely appreciate the genuine personal touch to know that I care about them, giving them confidence in their decision to be a part of the experience and therefore more likely to do it again and tell others about the great time they had. As educators, we can go even a step further by again turning to John Keller's ARCS model, this time incorporating confidence-building techniques. In my view, students won't truly be satisfied with a learning experience unless they feel confident, which is why I simply roll these two ideas into one. One way to build confidence within students is to allow them time to reflect on what they learned, discuss their questions and ideas with peers, and then plan their next steps. In a virtual classroom setting, this technique can easily be employed by using the breakout room feature. I like to break students into small groups of at least three, but no more than five. This way, everyone will have an opportunity to share their questions and ideas to gain perspective from their peers while deepening their learning. What I like to do is have everyone write down their key takeaways and submit them in the chat box so everyone can see what other groups discussed. And then finally, before the end of the virtual session, I give students time to write down what their next steps will be, helping them to be confident in what's expected of them and satisfied in their ability to follow through. Using this tactic or some variation of it can go a long way for building confidence and satisfaction within learners. Application Reflection Question What will you do to ensure your students are confident and satisfied with their learning experience and newly gained knowledge and skills. How do we apply these practices to our classrooms? Consider these five application questions. What techniques do you use to gain attention from your students? What techniques can you use to generate interest from your students for what you have to share with them? What might you do to generate a burning desire within your students for what you have to share with them? What call to action can you use to inspire students to discover and apply knowledge and skills in a relevant and meaningful way? And lastly, what will you do to ensure your students are confident and satisfied with their learning experience and newly gained knowledge and skills?
The sudden shift to virtual classrooms has been overwhelming for many, including teachers, students, and parents. By engaging in the practices suggested here, educators can be empowered and encouraged to help their students gain continued confidence and satisfaction in their learning experience for lifelong growth and development. Hashtag Positivity provides knowledge, skills, resources, and support to emerging leaders and their influencers to help them step into the next chapter of their life with clarity, confidence, courage, and joy. If you or the people you influence are ready to step up and step forward, then contact us today to schedule your free 15-minute exploratory consultation at jonas at hashtag positivity.com.